0: The next text, they give you those three little ghosty dots to tell you it's coming. Oh, we're cooking up a good one for you. Wait till you see this. (laughs) You are not going to believe what this guy is about to say. I can't show it to you yet. We're still working on it in the text machine. But it's going to be a beauty. You can see the pistons pumping. Sometimes we get the ghosty dots and then no text. What happened there? I want to know what that was. Is that like somebody coming up to you and going, uh, never mind. <laughs> uh,
1: if you haven't watched the Seinfeld special on Netflix, he is—he just exhibits why he's among the best that's ever done that sort of thing.
0: Yeah. yeah. He's so good. He's even, with all new,
1: even with all new material.
0: Yeah, he's a black belt. It's so awesome to watch him work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, a couple of things. Amazon told employees last week to take TikTok off of their phones, then reported that they didn't mean to tell them that. And <laughs> there's speculation they got some pushback from a giant country on the other side of the world uh, uh, whose, whose products they sell a lot of. Now, oh, that wouldn't make them change their minds. I don't know that that's what happened, but that's certainly the first thing. I I guess the whole
2: it was sent out prematurely. It was a draft. How often does that really happen? Never.
1: I found yeah. out my wife had the TikTok app on her phone, which means I got all my st- as far as I understand, all my stuff is, is in much trouble is her phone. We're actually going to have Jeff Fowler, who we really like, talking tech tomorrow about TikTok and how, as Sean pointed out last week, TikTok makes Facebook like they're not look like they're not even trying to steal your information. Right. That's how much better TikTok is at it.
2: Right. Amazing. Yeah. Horrifying. Well, you're screwed, man. You're going to have Chairman She at your door tonight, just as the sun goes down, pounding, looking like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs>
1: Um, here's a troubling story. Do you want something that's the bad news? More bad news? Oh, oh. You want more? Who wants more bad news today? Well, at this point, I don't know. Thank you, sir. Can I have another? <laughs> this just out from the Washington Examiner. Harvard doctor warns, um, that coronavirus herd immunity might be wishful thinking. That's it's It's based on what we were just talking about, about, uh, the antibody problem. Dr. Clay Ackerley of Harvard, primary care physician. Um, said he recently had a patient test positive for coronavirus several months after previously recovering. The 50-year-old patient not only caught COVID a second time, but that the latest infection was much worse than the initial illness. Oh, boy. During the first infection, my patient experienced a mild cough and sore throat. His second infection, in contrast, was marked by high fever, shortness of breath, hypoxia resulting in multiple trips to the hospital. And uh, this Harvard doctor noted that doctors in New York and New Jersey have also seen patients appear to be reinfected by the virus and get it worse the second time. Oh, man. Really? Yeah. Oh, this is not good. The patient had tested positive for COVID-19 and then tested negative for the virus twice before testing positive again uh, three months later. What's your source? Is this scare the crap out of us dot com? No, Washington Examiner. They're just quoting this Harvard Harvard doctor. I
2: I can't even contemplate this. I'm try Well, I I am contemplating it. As as we sit here jabbering on the air, I'm thinking, all right, where do we move? Where do we go? I'll never leave my house well, to again. To the
1: moon? Where are you going to go? It's the a wilds. it's a planet. It's a pandemic. Do you know well, what that means? Well,
2: I know exactly what it means. I'm going to move out to the woods. What am I going to get it from a squirrel? No, I'm going to keep all you humans at bay. Stay away. Violators will be shot on sight.
1: This Harvard doctor acknowledged that research on COVID-19 and subsequent immunity is slim because viral research takes time. Sure. And, you know, you would need years to figure this out. But there's a growing belief, there's a decent chance that you don't get antibodies like you do with a lot of this stuff where you're, okay, I'm good, I'm never going to get it again. Like you could with smallpox or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Dim hope for natural herd immunity, if this turns out to be the case, he said. Which then, the only way out is a vaccine. Otherwise, it's just going to kill off the species. Um, we need a vaccine.
2: Or it'll certainly lower the life expectancy
1: 15 years. At least. If you could get it over and over again, and it's everywhere all the time, it'd catch you when you're, you know, you got some something else going on. Wow. Wow.
2: Wow. So someday, you know, 100,000 years from now, the ant people or the, the lizard kings or the, the planet of the apes is going to be sitting around. <laughs> and some you know, some t- scientists think the humans were killed off by a virus.
1: No, nah, it had to be a meteor.
2: I, I heard it was a meteor or, you know, something or, or a nuclear war. No, 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 no. It was just a disease.
1: Now eat your bananas. Speaking of ants. I don't believe you can any longer call it an ant colony if you ever had an ant colony, as the word colony has become. <laughs> really? A word that you're just not allowed to have. Oh. So I'd never heard of the McDowell colony, but apparently it's a big deal for artists. It's been there since 1907, out in the woods in the Northeast. It looks freaking gorgeous. But if you get the right scholarship or whatever, you get to go be an artist in that colony. And some great writers and thinkers throughout the last century have gone there. Ah, My
2: invite must have gotten lost in the mail.
1: It's called the McDowell Colony. Well, they've dropped the word colony, citing oppressive overtones, you see. Doesn't colony just mean, like, uh, outpost,
2: place established?
1: The word colony can refer to a location under the control of an outside power, but it's also... A community of like-minded people or, in you know, beings like an ant colony. It's just a community of like-minded anything. Right. A nudist colony, an art colony, an ant colony. Mm, it's just nudist colony so
2: much better in theory than practice. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ugh. Might be the, the ultimate example of that.
1: Anybody who's excited about going to a nudist colony just hasn't thought it through. Well, they're not <laughs> excited. Well, yeah, well, you're right.
2: Anybody who is is a fool. Anybody who thinks that's just a groovy way to live, I suppose, you know, to each their own.
1: Uh, But the person who decided to take the term colony off it after being lots of complaints, artists said they would no longer go there if they continued to call it the McDowell Art Colony. Stupid,
2: stupid artists. So they
1: took the word colony off. It doesn't really, on one hand, it doesn't matter. You can call it Fred's uh, Art Shop if you want to. I mean, what what difference does it make the name? But the fact that people are uh, actually reacting this way, with the feeling that they're accomplishing something. That's the part I really like. So you oh, feel yeah. like you've made any stride whatsoever do you think you made? Move the ball even this far down the field. It's frantic virtue
2: signaling. And their their arrogance is only exceeded by their ignorance. That's why it bothers me. N- no, it's it's okay. It just means a community of like-minded people, no, both, which is precisely where no, no Both
1: definitions, according to critics, convey a sense of hierarchy and exclusion.
2: Oh, sorry. Well, then why don't you let me in? I'm known for my masterpiece, Man Whose Hands Don't Look Like Hands. Yes, I am a, a terrible artist. Or my, uh, or my skill in pottery. I once made a cup that could actually stand up and not tip over. That was my big triumph.
1: <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Um, so you got, uh, there's, there's so many examples. I don't remember if we, we got so many examples. I don't remember which ones we've done, which we, which we haven't. But there's a big, this big poetry foundation where the leadership has resigned because they got attacked by the Black Lives Matter uh, movement, they have a $250 million endowment where they weren't spending enough money, or any money really, on anti-racism projects. At a poetry endowment? Right. Okay. And uh, so they just got blasted for that, and the foundation's chairman just stepped down. I think he didn't say it out loud, but I think he's saying, you know, good luck with this. You guys run this. I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. Uh, Thirty poets connected with the foundation blasting it for not spending some of their two hundred fifty million dollars on anti racism. We're about promoting poetry. We 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 give poets money because frankly nobody will pay for that. Right.
2: That's what we do. Well, where does it end? Do, do zoos that are dedicated to sure. displaying animals and keeping them healthy and having people learn? Do they have to?
1: What are you doing to be anti racist here at the zoo? Um, I don't know. <laughs> We have goats at a very uh, popular, famous zoo right now, and I've been meaning to go visit them, but the COVID happened right after the our goats got sent to the zoo.
0: They're your goats. They're
1: our goats. Yeah, they're in, on display is at a placard the
0: zoo. Is on loan from or anything? I believe so. That's huh. what I would like to see. That's what you I get think. to go in the cage whenever you want.
1: We do get a behind-the-scenes tour, but yes. like the COVID hit right. When it was going to happen. Because they said it. that's one thing they would do is they'd let us go around and see them.
0: Now nah, you just got to go in with the gen pop, climb over the cage when people start. Free. No, these are my goats.
1: I want to milk a lion. That's what I'm hoping to get out of this or oh, something, something exciting. <laughs> oh, boy. But... uh yeah, so it's our animals on display and I want to see the little plaque saying that and but the covid struck and so nobody's going to the zoo now. Sure. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, it's kind of weird the, the, the idea I've always found the idea of farm animals weird, but I grew up in a rural area where you see farm animals all the time. If you grow up in an urban area, you don't see cows and goats and mm-hmm. that sort of thing.
2: Goats are entertaining beasts, too. They are. They cavort a fair amount. You got your big predators that you're all excited about seeing, you go to the zoo and there there he is. Where, Daddy? I can't see it. There he is at the very back in the shade, lying perfectly still. But you got your goats. Now, they're up for a good time. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Leaping get, and running. You get down heads. on your hands
1: and knees, they'll jump right up on your back. Right? Yeah, very entertaining.
2: I saw a goat on a cow once. Most exciting thing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah. They'll be standing up your car, but you turn around.
2: They, uh, they've they read uh, Sung Two and uh, Eisenhower's book. They believe in getting to the higher ground, right, goats? Apparently, that's it. Milk a lion. We get its consent. <laughs> Make sure it's and, a female. And, and, and badly. Oh, oh, one more animal-related note. I came across this the other day. Fans of our uh, our beloved and esteemed newsman, Marshall Phillips, who retired at the uh, end of last year. Uh, yeah, sure enough, here's this uh, a message board talking about aggressive turkeys. And how, according to uh, turkey authorities, and boy, are their parents proud of them, uh, turkeys will attack or attempt to dominate humans they view as subordinate Mm -hmm. or or weak. They will attempt to establish their ownership of the territory. So they must have perceived Marshall as as kind of a lesser turkey and messed with them. It's important you put out that vibe. To the turkeys, let the turkeys
0: know you're in charge. They identify him as a jive turkey. <laughs> oh boy!
2: Um... Introduce the turkey to the concept of the
0: shotgun.
2: <laughs> That'll frequently get him to fall into line.
1: So you probably heard the news, especially just on the-
2: brandish a jar of cranberry sauce <laughs> at him. He'll get the message.
1: Especially on the Trump hate network. It was a big story all weekend long. It just, it's really the fall of our civilization that Trump commuted the sentence of Roger Stone, which I wish he hadn't. But the Wall Street Journal points out the hypocrisy of people who are so upset about this in their editorial board page today. It's, it's worth taking a look at. Stay here.
2: the Armstrong and Getty
1: show we got an update on the redskins new name story thingy if you're following that um so uh, mitt romney really did not like donald trump commuting the sentence of roger stone over the weekend as he tweeted, unprecedented, historic corruption. An American president commutes the sentence of a person convicted by a jury of lying to shield the very president. Well, it's not unprecedented or historic. It's not <laughs> technically corruption because he gets to do it. I don't think he should have done it just because he can. But I don't know that he can be corrupt if you if you have the right to do it. You know what I mean? But.
2: Yeah, well, and, and we have a trial for that uh, every four years in November.
1: Well, All right, which is what the Wall Street Journal mentions today. So yeah. the editorial board with a piece out today, because man, oh, man, the Trump-hating media went crazy over this. It happened Friday afternoon. Trump uh, commutes the sentence of a guy who's spent his whole life doing dirty tricks in politics uh, because Roger Stone was going to go to prison for 40 months, as an old man, starting tomorrow, he was going to set foot in prison. Well, now he ain't going to go to prison. And uh, the headline in the New York Times was, not even Nixon had the courage or nerve to do this or something like that. Another opinion piece masquerading as a news story. But, oh boy. Of pardons and presidents from the editorial board of the Wall Street Journal. Say this for President Trump's commutation of Roger Stone's 40-month prison sentence. At least he did it during an election campaign so voters can add this to the ledger of character issues they take into the voting booth. Like everything else about this presidency, it's scandals <laughs> real and imagined are public. That's true. He didn't do it on the way out the door, as you're about to hear about with several presidents, which is usually what happens, or Arnold Schwarzenegger when he was governor. They do it on their way out the door, and they, there's nothing you can do about it. There's no political recourse. Right. It's not an accident. They wait to the last second. Oh, yeah. And they also hope that it'll get... Uh, lost in the barrage of news that's happening with a new incoming administration. Yes. I once
2: uh, had somebody describe an illicit uh, a liaison that they walk in on, and Said, uh, and the person described it as, I don't know what they were doing, but they weren't proud of it, because it was clearly being hidden and all. It was under the cloak of darkness, so... Yeah. Most presidents do this. In fact every president practically does this, and they do it in a way that makes it pretty clear they're not proud of it. Trump either doesn't care well he clearly doesn't care. Or or he thinks this is clearly the right thing to do and is doing it. He said he was gonna do it, then he did it, then he tweeted about it. A
1: hundred days before an election. Bill Clinton sure as hell didn't handle old Mark Rich, the well, we're about to get into tax
2: cheat and scumbag that way
1: from the wall street journal as for the cries of corruption and cronyism join the president join the did i skip a sentence here did i skip a page i might have skipped a page no uh as for cries of corruption and cronyism join the presidential club mr trump views the world in terms of political friends and enemies and the commutation rewarded a friend that is an abuse of the pardon power in our view, says the wall street journal so they state flatly they think trump abused his pardon power But we recall Bill Clinton's last minute January 2001 pardon of Susan McDougal, who went to jail for contempt rather than tell prosecutors what she knew about Mr. Clinton's whitewater transactions. Worse, Mr. Clinton made public comments in the autumn of 96 that suggested Ms. McDougal could expect the pardon she received. Hmm. That is the very thing people were all flapping their hands about all weekend long. Trump sent signals that if he kept his mouth shut, he'd be pardoned. Yeah, just like Clinton did with McDougal and the whole Whitewater thing, and then he pardoned her on the 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 night before uh, before he was leaving office. What's the difference? Doesn't make him right, but we're not breaking new ground here. That history is now whitewashed away by a press corps that talks as if the pardon power was a sacred trust before Mr. Trump took office.
2: No, oh, yeah, I heard it repeatedly described as totally unprecedented. Is there anything in history that was anything like this, said little Mika Brzezinski to her guest. No, Mika, this is unprecedented.
1: Mr. Trump has also scored for not following Justice Department protocol and pardons. But that's precisely what Mr. Clinton did in pardoning Mark Rich in 2001. Does anyone recall that Barack Obama commuted the sentence of an unrepentant Puerto Rican terrorist who had become a cause celeb on the political left? And of Chelsea Manning, whose leaks jeopardized American troops and Afghan and Afghan translators fighting in the Taliban? Um, Nancy Pelosi claims to be so upset by the Stone commutation that she's considering legislation to restrict the president's pardon power. She surely knows that the Speaker of the House is uh, that no Speaker of the House is above the law. She can't touch the Constitution. But for some reason, she never introduced such a bill when Democratic presidents were pardoning their friends.
2: Right. Yeah. And the Constitution is pretty clear. You can pardon people. And this goes back to the whole phony article of impeachment about the abuse of power. That's an opinion, man. That's not like a legal thing. You think he abused his power? He's a bad president? Vote him out. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: As recently as 2013, the owner of the Washington Redskins was uh, quoted as saying, we will never change our name. Never. Put that in all caps. Never. Well, yeah, they announced right. they announced today officially they are changing the name of the Washington Redskins because, in theory, it's offensive to Native Americans, even though this has now become pretty famous in social media. The Washington Post did a survey and f- uh, found that 68 percent of Native Americans polled were not offended by the Washington Redskins name. <laughs> uh, in fact, uh, a number of them felt proud by it. Um, uh, 2016 Washington Post survey, going back even further, found that 9 in 10 Native Americans polled claimed not to be bothered by the moniker. 9 in 10, <laughs> going back to 2016. Yeah. Now, I did Interesting a
2: little, how that changed. Too. I did
1: a little Googling on this. A more recent one for 2020... uh uh, berkeley did a study and said not so fast we've we've done a poll that shows that as many as half of native americans are bothered by this okay so you're hold on this is actually horrible you couldn't even get to half (laughs) i'm not saying you need to be called the redskins right i don't care what they call their football team but you know it's
2: you know, name them after some beast, and let's get on with our lives. But the
1: fact that even in 2020, you're only at half of people who identify as Native Americans are bothered by the name, and you have to change your name. Yeah, I find that uh, kind of interesting.
0: Did you guys hear why the? Uh, so they've announced they're changing the name, but they haven't said what they're changing it to. Which I thought they were going to announce today. They, but, they backed off that. So the, the just
2: be the Wildcats, like half the junior highs in this country, <laughs> the Bulldogs. <laughs>
0: Exactly. the uh apparently, there was a gentleman who preemptively trademarked a bunch of the potential new redskin names. you're kidding, and they are currently in negotiations with this gentleman, oh my gosh,
2: you know i I merely admire his skill I mean he's kind of a troll, obviously, but wow, so he trademarked washington warriors and and washington
0: monuments and the, yeah and the red tails or the pigskins right. he, yeah. he threw a shotgun. He's like, I'm going to trademark these 50 names, and if one of these are the ones they land on, well, then everything's coming up this guy.
1: Yeah, so... You know what
2: I need to do? Sorry, before we get to that, I need to find some young, poor, recent law school graduate. And start using their blood? (laughs) And start draining their blood to revitalize my old body. No, I got to hire them on an as-needed basis to execute my various schemes. Because I have various patents and ideas and trademarks and stuff I'd like to do, uh, but it's too much paperwork.
1: You used the word execute. We're, we're executing someone in America for the first time in a long time today, right?
2: Oh, uh, Is that right? Is I that the federal, so. so one of the federal prisoners? I, I heard about that because a federal execution has been on hold for a long time. And the three guys that are talking about snuffing are monsters. Oh yeah, absolute yeah, yeah. monsters. As is
1: usually the case. I
0: believe it has been delayed again. Oh,
1: just came across a couple hours yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. Federal judge blocks imminent execution. Last minute appeals likely. Yeah, absolute <clears throat> scumbags. I'm not. I don't want to read the crime because it's. Why would you ever even want to ever hear about it? I tell you what
2: is a joke is the idea that oh the inmate suffers and, and the rest of it. and listen I'm not going to go with, you think you know where you're going uh, where I'm going but it's not where I'm going. I'm not going, well, they had no mercy for their victims. They died in agony, blah, 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 and terror and the rest of it, which is absolutely true. But the idea that you couldn't... I happened to go under the knife a couple of times recently, and they put me down, all the way down. And pay I paid good money to have an anesthesiologist who knew how far down to put me and bring me back around again because you could easily kill somebody. Trust me, if midway through that surgery... My fabulous anesthesiologist, a shout out, brothers, I haven't seen you for a while, and I'm kind of glad about it, but um, if in the midst of that surgery he'd said, I tell you what, Joe's obnoxious, I don't like his radio show, let's end this, and cranked it up
1: 20%, I would not have suffered, I would have just been gone. Or if he just got distracted by a funny TikTok. Right. <laughs> exactly. Next thing you know, you're dead. But, my but point no, is, it wouldn't oh, yeah. hurt.
2: Oh, yeah, you, you can't find a way to execute somebody with with chemicals. Oh, stop it. Well, he's we, just phony.
1: This is classic talk radio anytime you get into uh, the death penalty. But of things you can put your energy into, it's always interesting to me that there are people who put so much energy into making sure that guy doesn't get executed. Because yeah. you only have so much energy and so many things you can get into. And there there are a lot of really awful things that go on in the world reforming our foster care system or i mean just so many things god where do you even start right but you're gonna put that advocacy energy that you've got the writing the letters the the picketing the, the everything hiring lawyers into saving this freaking a-hole's worthless
2: skin some guy who raped and murdered you know a, a woman and her two daughters please you're gonna spend all your time on that
1: that's just uh, i just find it fascinating yeah i guess well, you gotta pick takes a all cause kind, apparently yeah all anyway, kinds. so I thought he was going to be executed, and now just a couple hours ago, judge said no, can't. I originally heard that they had they had delayed it because of the fears of coronavirus. Not what do you care if he gets coronavirus? But no, it was the other people and everybody room. else. Yeah. Hey yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, so the Redskins. Oh, oh so yes. um, the trademark problem. I was listening to a podcast. The guys that started started the news website, The Dispatch. One of their big delays in getting started was coming up with a name. They said, you have no idea how difficult it is in the modern world to come up with a name that's not already taken. Hmm. Because everybody, you know, when the Internet exploded, everybody wanted to start a everything. Yeah. Um, you, you name it. A place that re- repairs cars, that, uh, you know, the, the bakes food, that just the news outlets, whatever. And every name's taken. And coming up with something that isn't already spoken for is almost impossible. Hmm. And then you have to buy it from them. And figure out what the price is,
2: yeah, I started to read something Jonah Goldberg wrote the other day, and it just it was too, too self congratulatory fancy pants d c elite intellectual
1: fancy pants, pants oh, that lean toward the fancy oh,
2: all sorts of stitching and on you're them you're a humble sparkles.
1: you're a humble dungarees man
2: oh absolutely, like my <laughs> pappy before me, but not just that whole d c beltway intellectual elite thing. I just, I have no patience for it anymore. Arguing with each other and, uh, you know, high-minded language and citing various philosophers and the rest of it, it's, it's much ado about nothing, he says, quoting Shakespeare. Although, obvi- <laughs> a, a super obvious Shakespeare, though. Yeah. Common man's Shakespeare. Exactly. Yeah, I just, I, I don't I, I don't even want to read that stuff anymore. All those people arguing with each other over the true soul of conservatism or whatever. No, nah, the, the battles are won out here in the street.
1: Uh, Sean mentioned a couple of TV shows or movies he was into earlier in the show, and uh, the reaction we got online was, how come no? he didn't mention the Tom Hanks movie, the because I didn't see it. But what is that one?
0: Uh, Greyhound? It's where he's like a, okay, a, Greyhound, a World Tom War Two submarine cabin. I think okay, it's but Greyhound. A, but oh, really?
1: The fact that we got multiple texts saying, why didn't he mention this made me think that's... Because that, um, he didn't see it. <laughs> but it made me think it must be uh, something hot worth catching. Yeah. Uh,
0: well, this was one of the ones that was supposed to be an actual theatrical release. Yeah, Greyhound. Um, Yeah, an actual theatrical release and they, they pivoted to the, the home version direct to, cool. direct to consumer.
1: Oh, cool. And I still say, if you haven't seen the wrong Missy, if you like Adam Sandler type movies, he's not in it, but it's an Adam Sandler production. David Spade's in it. Ah, yes. If you like that sort of thing, it's freaking at top of the class for that sort of thing.
2: Greyhound, by the way, vodka and uh, grapefruit juice, uh,
0: delightful and refreshing cocktail. Oh, it looks and a very like a
1: very skinny fast dog. Looks like he landed on it,
0: the uh the Apple streaming device. That may be the thing that finally gets me to sign up for that one. Maybe get my free trial, check it out, and then not. Who's continue. got
2: the Hamilton?
0: That's Disney, right? Disney, yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, I hate to give the mouse a dime. I mean, they have a lot of really good properties in that streaming Man. service, but, well, the mouse is big and nasty. We have
1: the Disney for the kids, but uh, I started Better Call Saul over the weekend. I had started oh. that before. I'm now three episodes into season one. I, nice. I realize they're ending it this year. Mm-hmm. But, I, I mean, I got far enough in that I was like, what can I do to arrange my life to get to watch the next episode? Yes. <laughs> That's a <laughs> weird thing about oh. binging good shows. When you get into them, it's like, the, to me, the mark of anything good, I've noticed this in my life, if I continue to think about it, there's so much stuff that you can watch and see. It's just it's gone the minute you're done with it. It was amusing. It was fine. But sure, I'm done with it. Something that's like I'm thinking about and it's in my head and I want the next one so bad. That's, mm-hmm. that's got to be art, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Well, and
2: then they've hit on some formulas, too. I mean, they're not fools. They understand what sort of ending, what sort of cliffhanger would get you coming back again. I'm thinking when Better Call Saul is over, I want to go back to the beginning of, uh, of uh, Breaking Bad. But I need, and I'm sure this exists, and I'll bet Positive Sean could find it for me. Somebody who says, look, here are the episodes to skip.
0: Oh,
1: that'd be handy.
2: I mean, like when Walter White's bitchy, bitchy wife is bitching. (laughs) those episodes they're I interminable wouldn't. they're annoying they do nothing to move it forward they just listen i got a wife i got kids i don't need somebody else's
0: wife griping at me through my tv screen i, I cannot stand by for this skylar white slander she she was a put-upon oh. she, she had a difficult time her husband was going into the world of crime
1: blah 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 self-righteous this whiny that but for the Better Call Saul, I was just—I kept wondering what is it about being a comedian that makes so many comedians instantly good actors, good serious actors? Because uh, you got Bob Odenkirk, who was with—I picture him for—he's still Mister Show to me, which was as silly wow. as anything could ever possibly be. Yeah.
2: Well, I think it takes a a fair amount of emotional intelligence to be a good comedian. It must be. You have to understand humankind. Although, Jerry Steinfeld is legendarily, by his own estimation, a terrible
0: actor. Chris Rock, also, not a good actor. Very funny person. Yeah. Not really a good actor. Those are Uh, decent points. Yeah.
1: But like Ricky Gervais, fantastic Mm -hmm. Mm actor. Yeah. Kill me.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Jerry Lewis please, the king. There you go. Nutty Professor.
1: I guess I've run that to ground. Uh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that's all right. So, Greyhound, Tom Hanks, eh? But it's on the Apple? There are too many streaming services. Too many
1: streaming services. Forget it.
2: I'm out. I'm back to being out. Yeah. I'll watch The Hunt for Red October or Dust Boat if I want to and they're all sub-movie. Pr-
1: and they're all <laughs> trying to get the movie that will make you sign up for the streaming service with the belief that, and they're usually right, you'll just stay with it out of momentum momentum even for a couple two three months they still win out of inertia you'll just stay with it for a while yeah. forget to cancel it hey, we haven't watched anything since tom hanks greyhound back in 2020 do we still need this you'll say five years from now yeah hey check your credit card receipt or i got
2: i, I mentioned this very early this morning but i got a notice from apple we've just billed you 595 for your monthly subscription to xyz and I thought I I didn't why would I subscribe to this? I didn't Judy didn't. I asked my kids, nobody can figure out where it came from.
1: And China. I don't So
2: I don't, <laughs> so I, I don't know cuz I remember there was an enormous scandal back in the day where certain giant cell phone yep. companies were hitting everybody with just a little 99 cent uh, atmospheric fee. You know it'd be on there and the itemized bill, it's, it's you know lines and lines and lines and lines of little charges and it just they made it up out of nowhere to screw you. And I just wonder if that's starting to happen now in the subscription services and, and Apple Pay and that sort of thing.
1: There's a mystery anti-capitalist anarchist group playing a role in the Portland unrest that continues to go on. Uh, maybe we'll get into that, among other things, coming up. Armstrong and Getty. people to understand that once upon a time we prescribed cigarettes for asthmatics and leeches and cocaine and heroin for people as medical treatments when we learn better we do better that's the surgeon general explaining how he said no masks at the beginning of this thing and is now pro mask hey look We used to use leeches on people.
0: Times change. We're constantly updating
1: medical procedures. That's hilarious. Yeah, but that was like three months ago.
2: You're saying you were giving advice as bad as like leeches and cocaine? Three months ago and we're supposed to chuckle it off? How about we get a better Surgeon General? Wake up.
0: Thank you. Thank you. you.
2: I'll abort. I'll abort. (laughs) A good surgeon
0: general. (laughs) Thank you. Winona
1: Ryder is expected to testify that Johnny Depp was never abusive to her, as she testifies in that court case in London today. If you missed the news on Friday, Amber Heard apparently pooped in their marital bed. Oh, my. And that's what caused Johnny Depp to decide that's enough and divorced her after 15 months.
2: Well, and if I uh, understand correctly, he's accusing her of doing it deliberately. Yeah, it was a... It, uh, more an editorial than an accident.
1: He's a sick enough. Well, this is what I think of your behavior. <laughs> well, at least it's clear. I mean, it's it's,
2: it's... it's not like, what do you mean by this? <laughs> I mean, you'd, you'd get it.
1: Uh... <laughs> I um hmm. do I want to go this direction? Man, yeah. stock market. I, th- this is I'm confused a little by the 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 record-setting stock market. And you look around the the number of people unemployed, all the closed businesses, the the a third of people didn't make their rent or house payment last month. That's some troubling numbers out there. There's a lot of there's a lot of numbers that don't fit with normal. And when that happens, sometimes a big big Something or other is about to happen. It's like when everybody was buying houses, people that couldn't afford houses were all of a sudden buying big houses. What's going on there? Well, there's seems a, very odd. A day of reckoning comes at some point. Yeah, this is from the Wall Street Journal. The stock market is clearly overpriced by standard measures. The workhorse of stock valuation is the price earnings ratio or PE. The stock price is a multiple of its earnings. It's its profits. Suppose a stock sells for ten dollars a share with earnings of a dollar a share. It's got a PE of ten. Well, historically, the P.E. for the entire U.S. stock market is about 15. Today, it's 23. Uh-oh. About 50% higher than historic average. All sorts of theories have been advanced to explain these lofty prices. The most popular in view uh, involves the Federal Reserve's policy of holding short-term interest rates near zero and flooding financial markets with money. Then when you get to the how much money can you flood out there before people start to think money isn't worth worth anything everybody's guessing everybody's right. guessing when that if when or if that comes due
2: i've been hearing the predictions of hyperinflation for quite some time now and it hasn't happened yet
1: yeah exactly yet i just i, I just think when you got a whole bunch of things that don't add up there's a, there's a major something hanging out there
2: yeah there's there's a pillar under this that uh, somebody's yanked. I, I also think there's a great there's amazing sophistication right now among stock market traders in profiting from volatility whether it goes up or down they don't care just so it moves so you're having forces send it way up and way down way up and way down that we probably ought to get a hold of i
0: don't
2: want the lead vocal is so far behind the beat it stresses me out <laughs> wow isn't that weird that is weird here's your host for final
1: thoughts joe getty two three
2: four come on everybody keep up. Ah, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew. There is pressing the buttons in the control room. Michelangelo, final thought?
0: Yeah, if you subscribe to a streaming service for, like, one show or one movie, make sure you disconnect the service immediately, because I made the mistake of doing that two or three times and got a big surprise of my credit card bill. That's what they're counting on. Yep. That we
1: forget. They get me. Yep. Positive, Sean, a final thought for us?
0: Yeah, I was getting somewhat confident about the NBA season finishing as scheduled but then I saw a tweet from some Instagram influencer who said I already got invited to the bubble no way this season's finishing oh really (laughs) wow huh Check their
1: DMs. <laughs> Jack, a final thought for us. Yeah, I meant to get some tax stuff that we've got. It is tax day on Wednesday. You know, usually on April 15th, we're going through all kinds of stats about who pays taxes and who doesn't pay in this year and that year and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, tax day is Wednesday.
2: Well, a couple more years of the coronavirus, there won't be taxes because there won't be an
1: economy. (laughs) There you go. We'll just be trading hogs for a bucket of flour. Exactly.
2: April 15th, just hoist both middle fingers in the air. Say, come and get get nothing, IRS. Oh, boy. The lighter side of economic uh, disaster. And why is Led Zeppelin so quiet today, Michael? These are dark times. Yeah, exactly. You've silenced uh, John Bonham even beyond the grave. Armstrong and Getty wrapping
1: up another grueling four-hour workday.
2: So many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All of our podcasts are there. Go go grab the on-demand podcast. I'm telling you, if you missed a section of the show, got some swag, uh, Armstrong and Getty stuff. We have podcasts? We do. At Armstrong.
0: Yeah. All and sorts com. of
1: You're darn right. <laughs> See you tomorrow. God bless America.
0: You having a good time? Okay, I, I did not say okay. that. I've sat here for over three hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> That's sad. If you wish to leave, you may. Let me just say how very, very dismaying and disappointing. Not uh, good. And just... Change the channel from this mesmerizing horror show. We'll
2: be better tomorrow than we were today. Then we heard the words.
1: It's over for me. Adios, mofo. Okay, so we're we're dismissed, is that correct? Do you want to rephrase what you're doing? Once upon a time, we prescribed cigarettes for asthmatics and leeches and cocaine and heroin for people. Armstrong and Getty.